0: It's
2: Please message us. Oh, and fair warning. We, we are, are not, not spoiler, spoiler free. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. This is Marin. This is Emily.
1: And this is Erin. And this is Remember, Remember Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> That's how we roll over here at Remember Twilight. Welcome to this week's episode, everybody. We are still in our interview...
2: Phase. phase
1: in series it's not a phase mom we're just we do interviews now um this week on this episode our interviewee is the incomparable Erin Porter you know her from various things such as all of our merchandise
2: exactly <laughs> yep that sounds about right <laughs>
1: and all of her other beautiful um book art and uh, portraits and all of the amazing things that Erin does. She's freaking awesome. She's our friend also. She's our business partner also. We are we are enmeshed with Erin and that's the way we like it. So Erin, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, will you please do us the honor of introducing yourself and let us know your pronouns. I'm Erin Porter of Erin Porter Heart. And my pronouns are she, her. Thank you.
2: Uh, So Erin, you are kind of one of the more interesting interviews that we have as that you are directly connected to us Mm -hmm. as far as Twilight goes. And so I feel like a lot of people know you from your artwork, but they don't know the person behind the book covers and stickers and everything. So will you tell people a little bit about you yourself?
0: Me, myself, yes, and I, Mm -hmm. and you, and me. Well, I live in Utah, same as you guys, and I've been um, working on doing art professionally since 2016 after I finished theater school where I met my husband Clayton, who is my business partner, and so he's been hanging out with us lately, getting ready for FTF. Yeah, I finished theater school and I met Maren through theater and Emily through school, through elementary school.
2: i going to say not not college. No. <laughs> but elementary school. So me and Aaron have been friends for many 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 years.
1: You like 20? 20, 20 oh years. Gosh. I love the growing up togetherness of it all. Me too. And I met you two separately. Yeah, I was Erin's, um, I was a teacher at a theater school that Erin used to go to when she was a teenager. <laughs> and I wanted to cast her as a big part in The Wiz. And she was like, no, thank you. I got a bigger part in *Beauty and the Beast. And so she played <laughs> my play and I was like, okay.
2: <laughs> Understandable.
1: It's fine. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> She's like, I am
2: Mrs. Potts, bitch. Bye. <laughs> I don't want to be... <laughs> or whatever
0: (laughs) I was in that beauty and the beast with Emily I remember
1: it was so cute oh my gosh
2: oh yeah my debut
1: (laughs) that's where I was like Emily can dance shit it was awesome cool anything else about yourself that you want to let the people know no not really okay I I don't know. know anything else about me that people need to know let me, we'll get into it.
2: Erin is a curly head. I'll tell she you guys a that. She has curly head.
1: She has the curliest head of almost everybody I know. It's very pretty. Very jealous all the time. Thank you. Erin, mm-hmm. <laughs> what is your Twilight origin story?
0: Well, as you know, <laughs> Emily introduced it to me in junior high and her obsession bled over into my life.
1: Emily, I even... Saint of introducing all of her friends to Twilight.
2: Fair. Yeah. Fair. it's
1: true. I actually even started
0: doing this like book it booklet book it of like I tried to draw out Bella's room and stuff, like as it was described in the book, because I thought Emily would think that was really cool.
2: Oh Back in junior high she was doing that. I love this. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I bombarded Erin with the series. Did you read the whole series? Oh, yeah. As they were coming out, that's what I thought I remembered. Yep. I don't think we went to any premieres together, but that's okay. My influence only is so strong. <laughs> <laughs> cool.
1: Did you like Twilight or were you just kind of like casually? It's fine. No, I definitely loved it in junior high and high school. Nice, nice. Yeah.
0: Maybe oh, yeah. not as much as you guys at the time, but obviously i have been pulled into the fray so
2: once again i bombarded erin with twilight in our adulthood <laughs> she probably thought it was over as we all did <laughs> <laughs> so erin i'm trying to okay so this is a question about the
1: three of us
2: <laughs> right i'm like how do i say this without also sounding stupid no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for those of you who don't know erin In fact, does the majority of the artwork for the things that we have available as art-related twilight things on our shop. And last year, we were privileged to have her join us at the festival. She hosted our booth. All sorts of fun things ensued. Erin, would you like to tell everybody the plans for this year?
0: Yes, we're doing a booth again and I'm traveling out there and meeting the remember twilight crew in Oregon before we caravan up to Forks and I'm bringing Clayton this time to help be the muscle and that's, sanity That's what all we were
2: lacking last year was a little <laughs> muscle
0: Just just a little muscle would have made everything better <laughs> You know first times of things are always hard and I feel like for how hard it was it it was very successful from an outside perspective, I think it went perfectly, you know? So this year we just were able to fix up a few things that hopefully things are easier for us as a group running the things,
1: but yes, we've got new merchandise that we're excited to show. And yeah, I'm very excited about this year. And, um, I think a little heavy lifting help is exactly what is going to just make it so much more successful even more than it was last year which yeah
2: anything that will keep me from getting sweaty bang syndrome is like a major (laughs) thumbs up in my book you guys do you want to hear an embarrassing story I feel very safe with Erin and Marin here to tell you guys this so it was like the first day of the festival we were hauling all our things in our I bought wheeling totes they didn't wheel so well so we're like carrying things well and i wasn't even there
1: yet i was mm-hmm. driving people in yeah Marin oh wasn't
2: gosh. there yet and so we're getting set up and like obviously washington is humid but it wasn't part of my planning and my hairstyle this day because i'm like bangs down as often as possible so i bangs down for this day <laughs> Little did I remember that if I move my arm one inch higher than my elbow, I'm going to start sweating. <laughs> that humidity resulted in the worst case of sweaty bang syndrome I've ever had. And unfortunately, Tara, if you're listening or you know her, she comes up and she's like, hi, I'm so-and-so on Instagram. And I just am like, oh my God, hi, I'm setting up whatever one second later I touch my forehead I have like four (laughs) bang pieces stuck to my forehead like literally looks like i climbed out of the river Tara sorry (laughs) you had to meet me like that and so Erin joins me on such adventures as that yes
0: if it makes you feel any better I do not recall the sweaty
2: bangs I think I fixed it by the time you got there I had Mare (laughs) bring me some emergency bobby pins it's
1: of experiences that show who your true people are because it's the people who are just there for you in the sweaty bangs days Mm -hmm. they'll be there for you in the the dry blown out bangs days too
2: exactly that's what we've learned (laughs) (laughs) well
1: me and clayton have talked
0: about how like making friends as an adult is so hard because he moved around so much that he doesn't have the lifelong friends and it's the lifelong friends that put up with your shit the most. Oh, my gosh. Ain't that the truth? Emily yeah. has put up with so much shit.
2: Me and Aaron <laughs> have forgiven given so many of our quirkiness oh. that it's just not even something you think about. Because when you're growing up, it's like, oh, they're so annoying. And you can just be annoyed with them. And then you get older and it's no longer an issue where if you meet an adult and they're annoying you're like Mm-mm. No, that is exactly history so I'm not going to try with you oh my
1: god you just opened up a, a level for me because I was like <laughs> why can't I make friends but it's because I have I have every friend I uh, every friend I have I've known since I was 12 so I'm yeah. good I don't need yeah. any I forgave them of all of the shit we went through and we're good
2: yeah you
0: you have already learned to tolerate them and our tolerance level is now zero Oh, absolutely. For other
1: people. 100%. I mean, you should I do better. Since you were 11, so I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I don't need anybody else. <laughs> Except for yeah. all the new people I've met through Twilight. You're all in. It's fine.
0: That's true. It does happen. You do meet people. It's just, it's the people that you've known forever that you know will always forgive you.
1: You do. You, do, you trust. So speaking of new people, there are a bunch of new people coming to the festival this year. Mm-hmm. Literally with us um since we've been there before and we were there last year with each other what words of advice what would you tell our new friends who are coming this year who've never been before what to expect when they get there and what to do and I didn't know last year
2: I would also like you to answer this in part uh from a vendor perspective yeah yeah, yeah. because I know a lot of people come to the event and see the vendors but maybe even just saying kind of what what it was like your first year doing a booth uh, so FTF smart. too.
0: the pacific northwest is gorgeous and it's worth going just for that have your schedule on your phone because yes. things like update and stuff and it's good to know what's going on
1: we did learn that last year oh yeah in a big way
0: <laughs> <laughs> um definitely have a plan for how to set up because we like to be really elaborate and so it took us a second to get all set up and so I my thought would be hopefully we'll have like a system in place so that we can get it all set up so we're not just running right into the selling portion of the day before okay. we've finished setting up
2: So we don't get any sweaty bang mm-hmm. meet and greets yeah you
1: have exactly to, you go back and fix your bangs and then you come and sit
2: exactly <laughs> <laughs>
1: One of the things that um, was surprising to me when I I got there and I helped with the booth on the second day was the amount of people who came up to the booth and I hadn't ever met before, but I was like, Oh, I know who this person is. It was kind of fun. So like um, From that perspective, come say hi to us. Come say hi to the booth and take your picture with us and tell us who you are so that we're not like Oh, I'm selling you something, but I don't know who you are, but I probably do. That's something. Right. That I mind. Make sure you
0: introduce yourself by your name and your username. Mm-hmm. Because I know most of you by your username. And so if you come up and tell me your name, I might not connect that to who you are as I know you. Totally.
2: Same for me. me
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter how much, like, there are a few people who I'm like, I will know you 100%. But most people, I will be like, please tell me your username and it, not in an offensive way. I'm not offending you. Just tell me your username so I can give you a hug.
2: Yeah, everybody practice. I'm Emily from Remember Twilight Podcast. Uh-huh, I'm Mary. <laughs>
1: Twilight Podcast at Remember Twilight Podcast <laughs> at Marin Forks.
2: Yeah, Erin, did you meet anybody who came up and like knew who you were? As yes. Class?
0: And I remember like they called me by my business name. And then I had to go look (laughs) over at their booth name to be like, oh, yeah, 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 I know
1: who you are. (laughs) Yep, so that is a good thing to expect and to know is that you, we've got all this stuff and we're there, but you've got to tell us who you are.
0: Yep, what your internet presence name is because your name doesn't always pop up, but I see your messages and your likes and the follow, like, I see you. I just don't know what your name is.
1: You know, what? I have a question off the top of my head about the booth logistics as a, as a buyer, as somebody who's just at the festival, wandering around the different booths and looking at art and looking at t-shirts and blah, 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 blah. What should I bring as far as like payment methods? Should I bring my checkbook? <laughs> Don't bring your <laughs> checkbook. Okay. Good to know. Um, we'll probably have um, a
0: QR code set up for Venmo this Mm -hmm. year and card if the internet's working because forks okay here's the tip about forks the internet is not amazing Mm -hmm. at least that was my experience mine too so be aware that don't like bring work from home if you need the internet because it's not going to happen
1: oh yeah
0: but um card and then we do accept cash so cash is definitely the safest as far as like if the internet Poops out but card is like what i prefer mm-hmm. if the internet's working
2: yeah this year we went um a little bit fancier and we now have the like tap payment option too so if you have like a debit card or a credit card that has like the just tap to pay or apple pay we'll be able to accept that this year which i'm very much looking forward to <laughs> twirled around a bit but let's we got there
1: talk more about aaron you want to ask that question number stokes
2: Oh, I am. I've been just chilling. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Erin, we all know that I am the reason that you do Twilight things, but you work as an artist. So if you can tell everybody about the non-Twilight related projects that you're currently working on, I'm sure people would love to hear it.
0: Yes, I am working on getting more into the bookish fan art, expanding off of the Twilight stuff. I actually am doing officially licensed work for Sarah J. Mass stuff, and I'll be bringing, thank you, I'll be bringing some of that to FTF. I've been doing romantic couples from movies that were adapted from books. So Lord of the Rings, I just did one, and I do have a Twilight one from the movie, and I also do custom portraiture of people's, like, loved ones and families. That's, like, my bread and butter right now.
1: Mm. You guys, I don't know. She, she showed me this, uh, this painting that she did of, my, of Emily's boyfriend, Aragorn with some girl and I was like that is so gorgeous (laughs) by some girl I mean Arwen it's fine but he was the important part of that painting
2: well and here's the cool thing about Erin is I could ask her to paint me with Aragorn (laughs) and she would do it (laughs) you can do a self-insert fanfic watercolor portrait with Erin
1: yeah oh
0: man I think Emily's just like (laughs) made me have to do a new thing
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be me and all my book boyfriends just staring at me.
1: Uh
2: huh. It'll be perfect. I can't wait.
1: I am curious, Erin. So, since you've been doing visual art, what is your favorite thing and least favorite thing about this job that you've given yourself? I, I think it's amazing. I would love to know more about it.
0: So,. It's kind of the same thing. The good thing and the bad thing is that there's freedom and independence. I set my own schedule. I oftentimes get to choose when my deadlines come around, but that also means that I have to be self-disciplined and I know you guys as artists and stuff, it's not, um, self-discipline is the hardest part.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yep setting a deadline and then being like I'm actually going to do it
2: yeah it becomes you you don't have to rely on another person setting your schedule and telling you what to do your entire career lies solely on your personal motivation Mm -hmm. which is very scary it sounds like the best thing in the world but in reality it is Just as hard I think as working for someone else. Yeah,
1: it is. We really have to figure it out and sometimes it takes a long time and sometimes it's just too much for people, but I think that we are figuring it out really well.
2: However,
0: the thing that is easier than working for someone is I am so eager to please authority figures. (laughs) that it like it affects my mental health and my day-to-day just happiness and so not having someone that I feel like I need and it's not necessarily their fault they're not asking me to you know brown nose and stuff I just do it naturally so it's good to have the anxiety of not having not having the anxiety of having someone that I want to impress like a like a boss or a manager.
2: The anxiety of not having anxiety from another person is the like <laughs> best way to describe it. <laughs> oh
0: gosh. Exactly. Words. Wow. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> I know we're kind of getting like lower in the list, but I still want to hear you talk more about art. So I'm trying to figure it out. We'll just go to this next one and I'll think. Um, so Erin, tell the people how you are staying up to date with twilight obviously we're all going to be in forks in september we're doing the booth and everything but what does twilight look for you beyond the festival this year
0: well Mm -mm. that honestly depends on you guys mostly being my number one twilight client
1: (laughs) like, if it's not you guys it's there's no twilight
0: (laughs) (laughs) well for the most part Most of my Twilight stuff goes through you guys. So I do have one Twilight piece that I'm offering myself, but most of it's a collab between the three of us. So we'll start looking at what we want to bring out for next year after the festival. We're adding another sleeve, a jacket, hopefully before Christmas that'll come out after the festival in addition to the first four in our new set and so just
1: following the remember twilight train
2: yeah so true so true (laughs) yeah
1: no I love that and you know what I love the most about it and I just thought of this this isn't on the list of questions but and it's not even really a question but I really love that what you've been able to do through working with us together is create these characters that are book characters and they're Mm -hmm remember Twilight, like characters instead of the movie, which I love the movie actors, of course, like, can you imagine more beautiful people? Probably not, except for, then I look at Aaron's, you know, vision of who Bella is. And I'm like, there's nothing more beautiful than that. You know what I mean? And Edward and I look at him and I'm like, he has pain in his eyes. Like he just looks like the saddest 17 year old. And so I love that you've been able to take it um, the next step from the movie of twilight and turn it into aaron's vision of twilight mixed with you know what emily has you know what we've like just seen and i love that i don't know i I feel like people like it it seems like it has been wildly successful but it just like um is kind of really special to me because you don't see it very often people making their own twilight characters
0: well I kind of feel like it's when growing up reading Harry Potter there are certain characters that you associate with the illustrations in the book or like Dudley. Dudley is that little fat boy illustration on, at the beginning of one of the chapters. That's who He's he is little,
1: to me. Little piggy blonde boy right? Yeah
0: and so some of the characters are very defined in my head as the book and some of the characters like McGonagall are defined by the film actor Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of these are our book versions our brain versions of what the Twilight characters because I think Kristen Stewart is a great choice especially in the first movie with her little baby face Mm -hmm. but it's not who I saw as Bella in my head you know so it's more of a representation of maybe what what we would what each individual person's vision of the person could be.
1: I
2: love
1: it. I think it's so awesome.
2: Yeah. Erin, I also want to hear you talk a little bit about your experience with the Twilight fandom as someone who isn't necessarily there to share their love of the series through like cosplay, like a lot of people do, or by posting pictures of their books, like some of our friends are doing. You kind of got kind of like dragged in by the elbow with us into the Twilight community, but I know you've made a lot of. Um, like good connections with people there. So can you talk a little bit about that?
0: Yes. It is interesting to have not been a super fan Mm -hmm. and be part of a community of super fans. And that's not to say that I don't like or love Twilight. I definitely do. But before doing the artwork and meeting all of you people, it wasn't like something I thought about on a day-to-day basis. And so... (laughs) I really have loved seeing that people collect different like versions of the book in different languages and they want each different iteration of the covers. I think that's amazing. And so it is like being inside a world I had no idea existed and belonging, but also being kind of a little bit seeing it from an outside perspective, having not come in naturally, having come in almost in sort of a professional way.
2: Yeah, and and something that you've like mentioned to me before and we've talked about is how Twilight fans, especially Twilight fans online this year in 2022, are they bleed into so many other fandoms so seamlessly. So you can meet people through Twilight, but they're people that are going to stay with you even if you, you know, if we move on to different merch, and you're not necessarily producing Twilight content in that respect, like, they're still going to be with it, which is one thing that I love, and I think is kind of cool, especially for someone like you, um, is you can meet all these people, and they're not just Twilight people.
0: Yes, I think the biggest thing is, um, once the pandemic started, and I don't know if this is related to it, or it just happened to be at the same time, I was able to get back into reading like I did as a teenager. And I think part of it is my husband bought me a Kindle and I found out that you could get library books directly to your Kindle without going to the library. So you're able to devour books without even having to leave your bed, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I've passionately become part of the bookish community and Twilight, a lot of you are part of the bookish community. And so it's, I am part of that fandom and therefore I found a way to be part of the Twilight fandom because we talk about the Sarah J. Mass ACOTAR books or we like a lot of the same fantasy movies. And so that's kind of where I found the connection of the the book talk and the bookstagram
1: definitely bleeds into the Twilight world. I love that. I'm going to mention like, when you started reading again, you put out a post on Instagram and you were like, who do you want me to paint? And I immediately was like, Samwise Gamgee, like please paint Sam. Cause to me, I think a lot of people think of like, oh, you're the, Twilight artists like people who don't know that you're into all the bookish stuff but I was like please paint Sam and then when I saw the painting I was like please let me buy that from you so it's like up on my wall in front of my desk like I look at it every single day my poor husband it's in our bedroom because my office is also in my bedroom and he all the time is like hi Sam and I'm like listen it's not my fault that he's the most heroic character in all of literature but yeah I love I love the connection to so many different people and so many different books and fandoms and all that other stuff I think that it you just opened yourself up to like such a wide variety of like work and and people and I, I love it I love that I love that this community is so varied and that everybody lists, like likes other things we're all we're all in the same spot together You think of where things cross
0: over, and I remember doing some of my, like, business research, they say, think of your ideal, like, client and stuff, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, it's amazing to have found such a specific niche of people who like theater and books and Twilight. Yeah, it is. So it's, like, everyone who, most everyone who likes the same books as we do also likes theater. Mm -hmm. And so... So It's the community has zeroed in, you know, in a way.
1: Like we just did an interview earlier today with um, Charles Krause, who plays Jasper for the Olympic Coven. And he's also a theater person. And it's just like, it is, it's really incredible how many people have that all in common. I love it.
2: Yeah. And it's, I think it's such a blessing when you can answer the question, who is your ideal client with myself yeah (laughs) me and my friends me
1: and all the people who I associate
2: with yeah well and
0: I think not only did that there's two that's kind of twofold in the sense of that's what I sought out and that's also what I had around me Mm -hmm. you know it's like so yes my friends were that way and therefore I was able to connect to their friends and fill out that way
1: Yep, very cool. I'm so like I don't I don't even think the word proud is the right word, but I'm just like so happy for you that you've been able to find this niche for yourself because you're so. uh, As far as I'm concerned, you're extraordinarily talented and you have so much potential, and I just think you're just only going to go up from here on out. And I'm glad that we are along for the ride because it's very exciting to see the stuff that you're creating.
2: Yeah, sometimes I think about. If I didn't know, Erin, what would I have done? Would I have sought out another artist that I found and tried to create anything, like even a small version of what we're doing? And I don't know that I would have been brave enough to like ask someone to take on as much as I felt comfortable asking you to, just because we have that friendship as well. And so how fortunate for us to just have you conveniently live down the street and be down for all of this crazy stuff that we've been able to pull off. I think no, it's so awesome. Yeah,
1: not just down for it, but like enthusiastically, like giving ideas and throwing things out there and, and being like, oh, we could do that. Oh, we could do that for us to be like, oh, this is awesome. Like, what a mutually beneficial thing. And I'm so glad we're, we are we fab each other in this way. It's
0: amazing how A lot of times you find those connections already within your life instead of having to go out like we are really lucky that it was the perfect fit for where we were at in our lives and what we were doing at the time because I'd only been doing art for like a year or two when we started doing this and I've been able to grow and learn while working with you guys. And we've both, we've brought our businesses up together. And that's amazing because like we said, lifelong friends are a lot more patient with each other. And so I feel comfortable saying, okay, I don't know how to say this. So let me think it out loud so we can work out the best solution. Whereas with someone who wasn't my friend, I'd be a lot more nervous to be like, well, how about we do it like this? You know, rather than have that open conversation with someone who you already know so well.
2: So we're lucky. Yeah, it's it's really a, truly a collaboration between the two of us and kind of, I feel like we've really pushed each other to like see what exactly we can do. I mean, never in a million years would it be like, oh yeah, we can make dust jackets for a series and be able to sell them and share them with hundreds of people. But that's exactly what we did. And it's because we are so comfortable with each other that we could get through all those like hurdles where it's like had I hired someone else I don't know that we would have produced something that I think is as perfect as it is and I also can't wait to look back in like 10 years and be like this was the first big project that we did and look how well we were able to do it and look at what we're doing now.
0: I look at it sometimes and I think we were pretty ballsy to think that like me thinking all of those illustrations in watercolor from like the way that it is it's like overly confident you know but that's how you kind of have to grow because I look at it now and I see how much I've grown and then I look back at those and I go oh no those are still solid they were what brought me to where we are now but it is just funny it's like I'm always like yeah I can do this thing before I'd know if I can actually do it but
1: that's how you learn all right Erin I have a really important question for you so let's say that we are in the same room as Edward Cohen and you're just thinking and thinking and thinking and then all of a sudden he overhears something what would be the worst thing for him to overhear you thinking about
0: you know (laughs) I was going over these questions with Clayton last night and this came up and I'm like I don't have any idea because you know what am I willing to say on a podcast (laughs)
2: it is forever
1: yeah it is forever but but think of what we
2: say on this podcast right we
1: um there's nothing that we have not disgustingly talked about
0: I think it would just be like my passing thoughts (laughs) you know you just don't want people to hear like the dumb things that you're thinking I'd want Edward to think I was so intelligent and smooth and it's like I am anything but smooth
2: (laughs) yeah I think today the thing I would least want him to know is that me thinking about oh my god it's been 11 days since I cleaned the litter box it's so disgusting just him knowing that I (laughs) neglect the litter box would be too much for me
1: he would know Mm -hmm. though I I find this question so interesting because it was just something like we put in Emily thought of this question when we were just making up like questions for the, our interviewees and I thought it was so funny and I was like we definitely need to ask everybody that question and I haven't really thought about it for myself but I just think that like Edward if I knew he was thinking about my thoughts or if he could hear my thoughts I would just be like oh well like I really do think that I would be oh well except I don't want him to hear all of my self-deprecating self-thoughts those are the most mm-hmm. I don't want people to know how much I hate myself, <laughs> you know, it's like, that to me is the most embarrassing thing. I'm like, please don't listen to me say mean things about myself. I think that That's like
2: Edward's brand though. I
1: know it is. <laughs> I understand. I hear you and I feel you, but I would just be like, but don't, don't judge me by myself. Flagellating. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I feel like I'm so extreme on both ends that he'd be like, which is it? Do you think you're the most cool in the world? or Are you the worst in the world? I'd be like, both. I love
1: both. (laughs) Incredible. Okay. I love that. (laughs) All
2: right, Erin. So before we let you go, is there anything else you wanted to touch on? And can you let everybody know where to find you online?
0: I am on TikTok, Instagram, and Etsy at Erin Porter Art. And... Um, We'll be going to FTF soon. We're doing lots of prep for that. If you're looking for a great personal Christmas gift, um, custom portraiture is, um, get it, order soon because the Christmas season comes up faster than you think. And so if you're interested in having a custom portrait done, um, let me know. Uh, You won't regret it. Her stuff is so gorgeous.
2: Yeah, I've bought a couple things for my mom from Erin. And every time I go over there, they're like, in the focal point of the room she loves them so much so they do make great gifts
1: all right well thank you so much Erin for joining us on this episode of Remember Twilight it's been a pleasure I think that we've all learned a lot and um I think we've kind of solved a couple of the world's problems by having this conversation so oh definitely um no but honestly you're you're one of the best things that's ever happened to me and I'm sure that Emily feels the same way about you. We love having you in our lives and as a co-creator for this crazy, awesome life that we're making.
2: This is uh, not our final interview by any means. So if you guys have been enjoying these, there will be another one posted soon with another creator in the yes. twilight. Uh and the Twilight community so we're greatly looking forward to that.
1: And Erin, is there anything you'd like for us to remember? Remember that you are both the coolest and the worst. Oh,
2: perfect. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> Love you guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily.
1: You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast.
2: Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can
1: message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes.
2: Check out the show notes for all this information and more.
1: Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.